Hey, good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shoe Untied. Uh, this afternoon, I'm very pleased and thrilled to have with me as my guest, Roy Firestone, who's an Emmy Award-winning interviewer, host, narrator, writer, producer, comedian, performer. Roy, did I miss anything? I sing a little bit, too. <laughs> Singer as well, yes. Quite seriously, I have a CD out. It's been out for a few years. It does very nicely, and... Uh, I perform all over the country, as you probably may or may not know, and uh, I, I integrate some of that musical stuff, too. Very good. Well, first of all, let me say I'm a little intimidated because obviously I know I'm interviewing you, but I know you've interviewed you know hundreds or thousands of guests, so I feel like I'm interviewing the interviewer. Well, thank you. It's nothing to be intimidated about. I'm just another guy with a microphone, and as you are as well. So, Roy, let me start by asking you, um, what did you, when you were a kid, what did you want to be? I mean, did you think you would be all the things that you ended up doing? Well, you know, it's interesting. I was never really planning to be a, some sort of businessman. I didn't want my father, I didn't want to be in my father's business. I was a bit of a ham at the time I was a little kid. I used to be something of a comedian and even as far back as elementary school. And then I did some vocal impressions as a kid, you know, beginning way back in 60, in the 60s, with John F. Kennedy impressions when I was about eight years old or seven years old. Hmm. And then, um, you know, I thought that was kind of a kick, but I never really thought of myself as a performer. Then when I was about 15 years old, I had a chance to be the clubhouse boy for the Baltimore Orioles baseball team where they trained in Miami. And I did that for several years, even became a bat boy briefly. And I started to realize that, I like to be somewhere in the front and center of life, so to speak, with a microphone. So I started interviewing players in the clubhouse as a, as a young kid, 15, 14 years old. And I started to like it. And I remember one of my very first interviews was getting Brooks Robinson, who was a very famous legendary player for the Orioles. And he was so generous and so friendly to me. He helped shape my, my career and more or less, it wasn't that much later where I became a broadcaster for the CBS affiliate in Miami, my hometown. I was on, I was on the air really about doing interviews as early as 19 years old. And then I had my first anchor job when I was 21 years old. So uh, it, it, it really worked out for me. I was very fortunate. And I was able to build on that. And when, of course, when I came out to Los Angeles as far back as 1977, I've been here ever since. That's 41 years, if you can believe it, uh, this, this month. And uh, it, it's, it's an absolutely, well, I've been in the business 43 years, but 41 years have been in the, you know, uh, in Los Angeles doing television. And, and of course, my up can later. Well, what do you like about interviewing? Uh, obviously, you must enjoy it. What, what do you like about it? Well, I like people. I like people. I've always been a person that enjoys hearing people and their stories. I was with Eric Dickerson, the Hall of Famer, last night, and we were talking, and he told me that he wasn't born Eric Dickerson. His real name is Eric Seals, which I didn't know. He he never knew his mother. His mother was what he thought was his sister. It was really an unusual exchange, and I realized that I'm sitting there talking to him just in conversation. It became something of an interview, even though we weren't recording it. Uh, he's my honoree uh, for my charity uh, in a couple of weeks, and I'll be interviewing him on stage live in front of a, a big audience. But um, 
the thing I like about interviewing is people. I like hearing their life and times. I like to hear about their their highs, their lows, their struggles, their overcoming their struggles. And um, it's always been appealing to me, even from the time I was a young kid, because there's a story attached to everybody, or multiple stories, maybe. Mm. And I've always been a person who enjoyed telling that story with their words, mm. hel- helping them navigate through an interview in terms of structuring and telling people their story. Were you a sports fan as a kid? Is that how you started really getting to interview yeah, sports I, figures? I was definitely a sports, I was definitely a sports fan, but I really had no illusions that I was going to be any kind of a sportscaster. I just liked sports, and when I became the clubhouse boy as a kid, I started putting two and two together. I, I was a born performer. I've always been a performer as the time I was a kid, mm. and I've been doing it for a long, long time. Uh, you know, parts of forty-five to fifty years, but. I never envisioned that I would have a national presence, uh, to, and it just all fit into fell into place. I was very fortunate to come along at a time when cable sports was just beginning, the beginnings of ESPN, and uh, it, it just sort of it sort of fell into place. I was very very fortunate. I have absolutely no illusions that I was anything more destined than anybody else. It just happened to fall into place for me. So do you think of yourself first and foremost as an interviewer who happens to also enjoy performing and singing on the side, or do you think of yourself more as a performer, actor, who happens to enjoy interviewing on the side? Well, you know, I, that's an interesting question. I think it's all sort of on the same plane. I think it's skill set. Um, I'm, I'm an outward person when it comes to a microphone. I've always liked being around a microphone. I, I, like to, I loved listening to radio when I was a kid. I loved the great disc jockeys when I was growing up. Um, so when you ask me, you know, what, what I, you know, what do I weigh? What's more significant in my career? I would say it's pretty much all anything around a microphone is equal. I like performing. I like, I like interviewing. I like broadcasting. I like music. I like singing, but they're all one thing in common. They all, for me, had a microphone attached to it. And so anything with a microphone is equally equal in weight to, to what it is that I love. And you're able to kind of really balance all that and really do all that, or have you really focused on one over the other through the years? Well, in recent years, I've been much more on the performer side. Um, I was, you know, I was at ESPN for, well, if you really get right back down to it, I've been at ESPN for parts of four different decades, 70s, 80s, 90s, and, and the new millennium. And uh, that was incredible to, to, to cover that kind of area uh, one way or the other, starting as far back as 1978. Um, the very beginning, the very big, the, the opening year, the, really the opening months of ESPN, I was part of that too. So that was really what gave me the chance, the fact that they really didn't have anything else to put on the air. So they started, they started using me as an interviewer. But even before that, I was at the USA Network which is now, I think, just told old, shows old reruns of old TV shows. But in its day, it carried sports. And I, was the, I did in-between periods of hockey and basketball. After at halftime of basketball games, I would do interviews. And uh, that was really what got me started. But the very beginning of my career, I did a show called Sports Hotline. It was the very beginning of ESPN. And literally, we would go into the... The, the, the parking lots at the U.S. Open. We couldn't be on the grounds because of rights fees, but I would interview everybody from John McEnroe, who was number one, to somebody who was 154th in the world, too, hmm. because we needed to fill time. 
So uh, in answer, long-winded answer to your question, I like it all. I like the be- ability to be able to be around a microphone in whatever capacity is dictating at the moment. And hopefully, uh, you know, I deliver some kind of uh, competence in what I do. And uh, I equally enjoy almost everything. I think musically, uh, as I said, you know, I've, I've had a, I have an album out. I produce records. Uh, that's really been a thrill for me too, because it's much more of a challenge. I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but I can carry a tune, and I much as anything else in my life. On the performance side, do you have any kind of like favorite either movies you've been or actors or you know impressions that you've done that you really sort of enjoy the most? Well, first of all, I guess you, you probably might be asking me a little bit about Jerry Maguire, which was my the movie that's most associated with me. And of mm. course, that goes back about 25 years ago already. It's hard to believe. It's almost yeah. 25. Yeah. Uh, and I sat with Tom Cruise and I was in with Cuba Gooding. And I did not expect that movie to ever, you know, I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know if my performance in it was even going to get off the cutting room floor. In fact, I assumed, I assumed that would be the case. But uh, it, lo and behold, it was a key scene in the movie. And it's, it's sort of a signature expression, don't make me cry, which is funny. And it comes from the movie, but it's sort of a complete exaggeration of what it is I did for parts of, as I said, parts of four different decades. Right. And uh, that interview, yes, there were some people who had cried and some of the most memorable shows were people who cried. Hmm. But for the most part, you know, we did 5,000 interviews. Hmm. I would say maybe we had 25 people cry in 5,000 interviews. Right. So it was, you know, very, 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 very small percentage. But that's what seemed, people seem to remember. Uh, as far as other movies, you know, I... I've been in movies with, uh, you know, Albert Brooks, who directed a movie called The Scout. I was in that. Mm. I was in a movie called Juana Man. I was in a lot of television shows. Everybody Loves Raymond was one of my favorites. Mm. I was on The Simpsons. I've been do. I did uh, Married with Children. So you know, I've had a really interesting taste. Of course, the Letterman shows, the Merv Griffin shows, all those shows, the Jay Leno doing all those shows. That was a lot of fun for me too, because again. Never dreamed I would end up being on, at that level, and yet, you know, because of my sports celebrity, uh, I was I was wanted to do that kind of show. So now, what are you working on? You said you're doing a lot of singing. That's your main thing right now. You? No, no, I'm I'm actually working on my third book. I've had two oh. other books. This is my book. It's going to be called "That's What I'm Talking About," and it's going to oh. be a, a wide range of subjects: storytelling, anecdotes, funny, inspiring poignant, uh, serious, uh, you know, l- lots of different emotions. Hmm. Just got back to the show in Las Vegas uh, this week at the Red Rocks Resort for a group. And uh, I do some of that. I do occasional dabble with the baseball for the Orioles. That was my team as a kid growing up. So they have me on as a regular uh, contributor on that show. And of course, you know, I'd still like the idea of possibly interviewing again if the opportunity presented itself. Well, Roy, I know you're still a very young man. Anything, any particular thing? I mean, you seem like you've done it all, but is there anything like on your bucket list that you still want to accomplish? You know, the truth is, I just love doing what I do. And if I can continue to do it for another five to 10 years, which would be fantastic, uh-huh. it would be a dream come true. I mean, you know, let's face it, the demographics issue in this industry is what it is. Uh, they want, they go with youth and they go with, you know, young people, and that's fine. I get it. I'm a big boy. But I still think what I bring to the table is unique. To, it, my style is unique. You don't see a lot of 
form these form long form interviews I should say uh, these days on particularly in the sports realm. Right. But I'd like to try to do interviews again if I could. If I if I, if you ask me what would be my, my my preference, if I could get an interview show again where I can interview people on a regular basis one on one, oh man, that would be great to do. As far as the other stuff is concerned, whatever comes my way. Uh, as I said, I just did a show. I do a lot of shows around the country for either corporations or performing arts centers or even colleges. And I love doing that because it, it, it encompasses my career. I tell stories that were, that, true, that were true stories that happened to me in my career. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I mix in the music and some of the celebrity impressions. And we have a lot of fun. And I do an, I've done an hour and a half uh, live in front of, you know, thousands of people. And it's very heady. It's a lot of fun for me to do that. And I always looked at that as something that was very appealing to me, connecting with the audience. I think of all the things that I've mentioned, the most important commonality, even more than the microphone, is connecting with people, with words, with, with interviews, with writing, with music, whatever it might be. I like connecting. And I think that that's the thing that really most appealed to me from the time I was a kid until now. Well, Roy, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate your taking the time. If you do end up getting another interview show, you'll have to come back and tell me about it. I'd love to do it. Thank you, Richard. It was a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for having me on. This is Richard Shue and Roy Firestone. Thanks.